What is up, everybody? Hey, uh, this week's episode brought to you by Budbox DC. Uh, Budbox DC is a subscription box uh, that delivers high-end smoking accessories to your door every month. Uh, they've got everything from uh, high-end rolling papers, uh, blunts, custom dabbers, storage products to make sure your weed don't get stolen. Uh, included in every first box is the all-new uh, Super Leaf. It's the world's first vegetable blunt wrap. For all you vegans and the, the vegans, I don't know, all you vegetarians out there. Uh, but it's got no tobacco, no GMOs, chemicals, no weird taste, no weird odor. Uh, it doesn't have blue cheese on it, but they are made from lettuce. Yeah, who knew? Um, you can sign up at budboxdc.com. Uh, use promo code SMUGCAST for 10% off your first order. Uh, also, visit at budboxdc on Instagram uh, to see some of their industry-leading products. Uh, stop overpaying for your smoking accessories at smoke shops and gas stations uh, and start re- receiving industry-leading smoking accessories today. Uh, but that's budboxdc.com. Uh, also, uh, Ranger Nutrition, as always. Ranger Nutrition is a disabled veteran-owned company, uh, and they make all-natural sports nutrition products. Uh, they were founded by a retired Army Ranger who was uh, tired of bad sports nutrition products. Uh, as you know, most products uh, don't taste good. Uh, they give you all these weird-ass side effects, like your face tingles and shit. Uh, but anyway, he, he uh, along with a couple of his chemist buddies from Berkeley University, uh, set out to create supplements that not only tasted great, uh, but were healthy for you, and they don't give you all those nasty side effects. Uh, they've developed everything from protein powder uh, that you don't need a shaker bottle or an agitator to mix up. Uh, I take a scoop of it, throw up my coffee, and stir it up, and it dissolves. It's, it's crazy. You can, put a, you can put a scoop in a half bottle of water, shake it for about 20 seconds, and you're golden, man. It's great. Uh, but they've also developed uh, uh, some weight loss supplements like Calistex Tea. Uh, that works for about 95% of the people who take it. Uh, it really does. I've, I've been on it, too. It actually does work really well. Uh, also, uh, since all of the products are all natural, uh, this gives you the option to combine these products uh, to get even better results. Uh, the most popular combo is still the reigning champ, the Swole Combo. Uh, this combo combines the Catalyst XT, the Nitro NO2, and the pre-workout drink Max Out. And uh, you're going to hurt the next day. I'm, I'm just warning you, you're going to hurt. Um, you won't be able to raise your arms, be able to beat off. Uh, but you can head to uh, rangernutrition.com uh, to find out more about all these products. Once you decide to buy, go ahead and use promo code SMUGCAST at checkout uh, and receive 15% off your order. Uh, but that's Ranger Nutrition, designed for fitness warriors. Uh, also, My Easy Company. Uh, you can go to their website, myeasycode.com, get yourself a care package. Uh, you can fully customize this care package to put in it whatever you want. Uh, they got a lot of different products you can choose from, different categories, uh, or you can just click and fill that bitch up. Uh, but you can uh, <clears throat> send it to whoever you want to send it to. They will take care of that. They have all the connections for that. You can either send it to soldiers overseas, your emergency services people here in the States, um, whatever you want to do. Uh, but you can go to their website, myeasycode.com, use promo code SMUGCAST, and you're going to get 10% off your order. Uh, also, as always, Repo Records. Uh, they help us out with the audio each and every week and each and every time we screw something up. Uh, we really appreciate the hell out of them. Uh, but that's a Repo Records taking the music back. Uh, this week's episode is a great episode, great interview. 
Uh, we uh, we got uh, Scott Randolph from uh, OnPointLifestyle.com. Uh, this dude is is motivating as hell. Uh, I mean, just the way he lives his life. Uh, you know, the rules he has. He has ten his his own ten commandments. Um, it just super dope, dude. Uh, great interview. Uh, the guy's seen some shit, man. It's it was a good time. So, hope you enjoy. This is Smug Cat. I'm trying to run to the chopper and you. My GPS is always stuck in the goddamn jungle. Come on. Alright, welcome to this week's episode of Smugcast. I am AP, uh, with me as always, the BJ. What up, my Vanilla Sprite remix brother? What's up, fam? It's been a uh, great night. <laughs> great night. It has, it has, it has. We uh, we, 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 did, we had a great interview. Um, super stoked to get it out to you guys. Um, I, I, really, I really hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, yeah, it was something like we, I mean, we've done uh, phone interviews before. Yep. But um, it's it's weird is is when you started this, you, you you know we've interviewed our buddies, we've interviewed obviously Concept and some uh, other cool people we know. Yeah. But like it's still it's still weird when you have a person you don't know, and we've talked via via um, email, and we had on. Um, like in the opening, in case you fast forward through it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Scott Scott Randolph from On Point Lifestyle, and he comes on and then like he just yeah, it's like it's like we we've known him forever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's such a cool dude. He, I mean, he really is. He was awesome, and he does a lot of them like cool things. And then he's been through a lot of things, and a lot of things that people will be able to relate to, and it makes us realize that we're kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, we are compared to him. Yeah, and he's a Cal, yeah. and he's from California, and it's it's. All, I love talking to people from California. Yeah, I don't care what anybody says. I love talking to him. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it was man. He, I mean, he gives he gives some he gives some great points. He hits some great points in there, and um, you know, I hope you guys listen to it, and I hope you, uh, I hope you enjoy. It. I hope you take something away from it. Uh, this is a little bit uh, a little bit different than what we normally do, uh, but we uh, we kind of been following this guy and really like what he's about so uh we tried to get him on and he agreed and he works with some cool people he does he really does you'll hear all about it in the interview uh so uh just want to get into it yeah okay yeah Yeah, and then we have uh this is one of many surprises though it is i've uh (laughs) we went back back to the grindstone as they say put in some legwork we did yeah you did i did not I said we though. You know, I didn't say. You know, I said we though. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I, 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 I lit a fire. I yeah, guess. you did. I guess. And you see what happens when someone lights a fire? Like, oh, okay, I guess that's he's gonna handle it. <laughs> oh, uh, and then um, we do have to take a photo tonight. I'm not gonna tell them what it's for, but you remember we talked about it earlier this week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I'm excited. I forgot all about it. I never forget it. A chance for nudity. No, oh, got you. Awesome. Steph. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's let's get into it, man. Here we go. On the phone with us now, we have uh, Scott Randolph from uh, OnPointLifestyle.com. 
Um, he is. What's uh, up? <laughs> what's going on, man? How's California? Oh, not much, dude. Yeah, how's California treating you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, California's good, man. It's about 91 degrees right now. Uh, the weather is actually really fantastic, and it's clear, it's sunny, and uh, I live at the beach, so every day is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> and then like uh, AP said, his uh, website is uh, onpointlifestyle.com. I saw this website. I saw email. I sent an email to Scott, and I was just like, because I saw all these countries, the surfing, um, the tips and the Ten Commandments, which I read read them, and I was like, okay, that's pretty awesome. So, like I said, what what made you want to uh, do the website? Uh, I bought the website a long time ago. Uh, I was I was hanging out with some buddies, and uh, I don't know, it just just like we always stay on point. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, like like let's just start living the on point lifestyle. So we do certain things, and we come out with different tips and stuff, and. It's kind of always just been a thing, and so I've always said it. And uh, and and somebody asked me before, like, man, how, like, like I can't believe any, you know, nobody else has come up with this website name. Like, how'd you get it? And I was like, you know how I got that? I was like, because I'm on point. <laughs> and uh, I just I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I actually saw the when you were doing the um, video with Steve-O off your YouTube. Um, it was funny because you guys kept having to play on words on that, and then kept saying, "Well, I'm on point," and that was that's when I was like. Well, how you tied that in, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's funny, dude. Well, right on. Well, thanks for checking out my website. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I was, yeah, I was going down through it the other day uh, when BJ first told me uh, that you were going to come on, man. And, uh, dude, you've been everywhere. I bet, yeah. I, I, I want to say I've been to, like, 50 countries. And um, I'm kind of like... I kind of got the taste, and I kind of have OCD, so I, I, I'm I'm thinking about going. Uh, you know, make it's like you got to make a decision. You know, either you just kind of keep doing that, or I might just say fuck it and go to every country. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I it's there's like, there's like 192 countries, and I'm like, okay, like it's kind of doable. You know, it might take me 10, 20 years, but like uh, you, you can knock out a lot of countries doing that. Like what I like to do is is I like to buy one way tickets. Uh, places and then see how many countries I can get to in a month and then fly home. Oh wow! I've done that a couple different. Yeah, I've done that a couple different times. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. <laughs> that's that's like that's like every dude's dream. Just buy a yeah, one. Yeah, you know it's always been. Oh, dude, it's always been a dream of mine. And then, like you know, finally now I'm able to start doing that. And it's like I'm not married. I don't have any kids. And uh, you know, partly because. I, I think I'd, I'd always get into these relationships, and uh, I was just talking about it today with a buddy. I, uh, like, I'd always get in these relationships, and I'd always, like, resent the girl, you know, for no reason at all, but I think it's just because subconsciously I always felt like she was, like, holding me back from doing something like that. And, um, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. I, I, just got back from, I just got back from India, and that was a big trip for me because, like, I always wanted to do something like that. And, like, now that I feel like I've done that specific trip, uh, I, like, I rode a motorcycle 2,600 miles through India. Oh, jeez. Like, uh, yeah, I think I think that, like, like, I'm ready for the next chapter of my life. Like, I don't have any, like, you know, wants that I need to, like, do by myself. So Yeah. And I also noticed that, correct me if I'm wrong, 
your your dad was he worked in uh the film industry like a video guy and then you're also a video guy too right that's the other thing i saw that i was really drawn to was like the drones and the instagram picture with all those cameras that you had sitting on the table yeah so so like my my dad uh was a director of photography for the tv show 90210 back in the day like in the 90s awesome and um yeah so like i always like I grew up in that world, you know. Like I was having lunch with Luke. Uh, I was having Thanksgiving dinner with Luke Perry, you know. Like while, <laughs> like while now two one is going off, and so like I've always been in that world. Like my dad's always done cool shows, so I always, you know, I'd always go to go see him. But um, and then just coincidentally, like I, I linked up with Steve, and then Steve and I started working together, and like we've been growing together. That now we have our own. You know, Steve, Steve started this production company, and it's like I'm the producer of it. So it's like, it's just kind of crazy, like how I always knew I was going to be in that world, but uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how I was going to do it. Like I didn't want to go through my dad's route because I just didn't want to like, I'm just stubborn. I didn't want any help, you know. I oh, didn't yeah. want any like special favors, and uh, I we, just, it, it just, I did it, you know. We completely understand doing it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what, and, and that's what we did was we, we saw that how because we saw that you work, do work with Steve-O and then I, I watched some of those videos and then I, and I saw that there was an RV trip where you guys just started filming and you also was one of the producers on his guilty as charge, correct? Yeah. So I got the producer on the guilty of charge and then he has a comedy special coming out. Uh, it's called gnarly. It's, it's, it's fucking epic. And, uh, that's, that's getting picked up somewhere there. They just got green lit to pitch it last week. And then, so that'll show up somewhere, hopefully Netflix, Hulu, or somewhere like that. I'm not sure, um, but one of those platforms. And uh, I, I got executive producer on that, so it's pretty cool. Hell yeah, man! That's awesome. See, that's and that's one thing. I mean, I, we have the podcast, but like uh, AP, that's how we met. He was he did a lot of photos and videos, and then I loved behind the scene. And I know we're both on the mic with the podcast, but like I love being behind instead of in front because uh, I don't have the face for, for camera. <laughs> um, so I like being behind creating and stuff like that. So when I was going through that, and that's one of the reasons, like, I want to have you more because, A, this is probably the coolest dude I've probably met based on the life that you live. Like, I've been married 20 years with two kids. I'm blessed. I get it. I am. <laughs> but, like, I'm living through your website, right. bro. I'm living through it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you know, I appreciate that, dude. Like, uh, I know, you know, it's funny because I, I always wanted to be in front of the camera, and then like, uh, and then when I started working with Steve, like, dude, that's a heavy, like, to be in front of the camera like that. Like, I see Steve, like, you, you got to be a special kind of person to, to like, totally shut people out and just because, because I'm working on a project now. You know, I, I documented my India trip, and I got a like uh I, I filmed the whole thing and and uh i'm writing the script for it i'm gonna i'm gonna get in front and do an interview and i and i and i did the interview i was by myself in the woods like with the camera like just so i can give the interview and i was still fucking up but i was like i, I, I like I, I got nervous and nobody was even around and i was by myself and so it's like to see steve do that in front of like 200 people or like it's it's crazy and i'm like man i'm kind of glad i'm behind the camera because it's not it's a heavy thing to be in front of the camera on the spot you know oh yeah for sure man yeah i mean we did we did a little video series like back uh was that in the last year yeah 
and you know we did like 10 weeks one episode a week and i was the one in front of the camera and you know you have to you know i'm rambling off jokes that we wrote and you know just like just doing it you know taped i guess you could say was stressful enough i couldn't imagine doing it in front of you know all those people that's great like if you mess up you're like oh dude these people are these people are like do they want me to hurry up and it's like you have all these like 50 opinions of other people in your head and like that throws you off and it's just it's 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 like my biggest fear is like other people's opinions even though like you know you you can't tell or, or or you just never know it but like i always think of other people and i'm like the more people you're like oh man this guy's probably thinking i'm an idiot or like it just throws you off you know in real time it's you got to be a certain person to like shut that out it, it it's truly an art Oh yeah, for sure, man. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I hate to get on to get on to Steve-O, but he, you know, people gave him a lot of heat, you know, when he first started, you know, doing kind of his stand-up thing. But the dude's funny, dude. See, he's really funny, and uh, and now what we're working on is like he he's like his last stand-up special. He's got a lot of crazy stories, and it's like. Some of the stuff you're like, oh my god, I can't believe he did that. And he, and he ties it, you know, in a way where it's really funny. But, but the crazy part is, this next special that's coming out, he has footage for everything that he talks about, so you can actually see that it's backed up and it's hilarious. Oh wow! So I mean, is that is that like? Uh, I mean, are you getting to do like that part, like put all that together and edit all that video? Yeah. So see, so Steve's really hands on. He'll edit it, and then like uh, we'll view it, and then we'll give notes. But but gotcha. Steve's the guy who's editing all that. And, like uh, he, Steve's really good at editing, and, and uh, especially like like it's an hour long special, you know, more or less. And he's got some fucking like just getting arrested in Sweden, like <laughs> you know, swallowing drugs, go, you know, getting arrested. He's got footage for all of that from yeah. like back in the day. So it's it's all married together. It's it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's nobody's ever done anything like this, so it's really exciting to see it come out. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. And actually, is to tie it in in a weird way, when he did his interview with Rogan, and they were giving him flack, he was telling the story, I'm not going to tell the story, but about, and Rogan's like, if you're funny, you're funny, you do it. Like, And, and that's the reason I went out, and I'm guaranteed my fourth time going to go do stand-up again, based off that podcast between Steve-O and Rogan. That's why I decided to do it. I was like, you know what? They're right. If you're funny, you're funny. You should try it. Instead of worrying about what everybody else says, you, oh, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't be doing this. So, and that's, you know, and that's kind of when everything kind of changed a little bit. Like, what's the worst going to happen? They're going to laugh. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, who cares what anybody else thinks anyway? Like, dude, we're all on our own trip, you know? And it's like, you can't, like, you can't make everybody happy. So it's like, you just got to make yourself happy. Now you did on one of your uh, Instagram things. It was it was when you went to Fiji. Is when it was Tommy caught out. Is it caught? Is it caught out? Right. And then they yeah just, Tommy Caudill yeah. And you just um, because he's one of the co-founders of X Y Z Clothing with Danny Way. And oh um, okay and right. So, see, I did a lot of research. <laughs> <laughs> and um, nice. And then they and then like they were showing where they went to Fiji. He picked him up, got him out. He bailed him out, took him to Fiji, and then they have a stun gun with him in the airport. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> have a yeah. That 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 was a good bit because like we. The funny part was when he saw me. Like you know, the drone came in and I tased Steve. Yeah. Um, we 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 
I was like, hey, everybody, like, because you got to get creative. You can't just tase somebody. Like, you got to, like, because it, it's been done before. So you got to. So I was like, hey, everybody, like, let's pose for this picture. And I brought the drone in. And everybody's posing. And I'm just like, oh, dude, like, and you see me zapping Steve. Was, that, that was one of my favorite tastes. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was in a rabbit hole with these guys, man. And it just reminds us of, like, kind of what we're doing with a bunch of our buddies is trying to create a close group of just saying and just trying to create stuff to see, see what happens and by the way in one of the videos um uh tommy actually <laughs> hits him in the dick and i was like oh they play the dick game yeah that's great <laughs> we play that game <laughs> what's it happening in the day yeah i think i think everybody plays that game like every you know male throughout the age it's like are you talking about when he hit me in the dick with the sunglasses i think he tossed at you yeah, it's like I wonder if cavemen were doing that. It never gets old. <laughs> I wonder how they cussed at each other. I don't know. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> right. Now, where is the, and obviously you want to travel to every country, but like, where's one that's always in the back of your mind? It's like you might have got close to being able to go there and haven't been able to go there. Antarctica. Oh, really? We're working on some. Well, I think we're working on uh, uh, going to Antarctica, and we're and we're talking about like you know uh, doing some stuff. Um, it's just uh, we got to fill out. It's like we we have a chance to go, but we got to fill out these big forms for the for like the with all the scientists down there to like get invited, kind of sort of. And um, I just thought that that'd always be cool because you know like uh, nobody's really been to Antarctica. It'd be a, like a big, big one to check off the list. Also down there is like Easter Island where the big, I think the, the Moais or the big face statues. Yes. Kind yeah. of, there's like an island off of like Chile. I want to see that. Um, I mean, there's so many things to see, you know, like I want to go to Turkey. Uh, there's that ancient civilization that they just found in Gobekli Tepe. Oh, yeah, kind yeah. Kind of like on the, on the Syrian border of Turkey. That would be really cool because it's like, it, it, it dates back to 12,000 BC and like it's there's it's 5,000 years before Stonehenge, you know? And it's like, I don't know, just that, that kind of stuff like interesting me, interesting me uh, to me now because um, just of all the travels, you start connecting the dots and like histories. Like I've never been fascinated with that stuff, but now I'm like, man, I want to go here. I want to see the pyramids, you know, there's a lot of things I want to see. Oh yeah, man. I, 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 uh, I was never a history buff growing up, but now that I've gotten older and you start hearing about all like these old tribes and like, you know, like, well, we thought that life started here, but technically, but actually it started fucking 5,000 years before that. It's like, well, who, you know, it's like, well, who were the, who were those people during that 5,000 years? Like, what the fuck did they do? You know, we don't have nothing. Well, yeah. Know, it no, just, I, it's so fascinating. Well, I do have a theory on the Antarctica while they have to fill out some so much paperwork. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. No, like, no. You can't just go? Here's my conspiracy. This is for, the, this is for I, the, fl- I, Flat Earth. That's because, remember, it's flat there, they told oh, us. The Jesus. dude told us on the podcast it was flat there. That's where you find it at. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think they're, like, they have an ice shelf that's, like, flat over in Antarctica. That's kind of like a supporting theory for the flat earthers. Yep. <laughs> so so yeah wh- no i think like we can go to, to antarctica but like we want to do some flips off of glaciers and stuff and i think <laughs> oh shit you get, <laughs> yeah you, you kind of have to get the invite to like 
you know, because it's <laughs> almost die. I don't know. Yeah. It's not. It's not like a waiver. Yeah, it would a waiver help. <laughs> yeah. It's not one signature sign here. Dive at your own risk. You know, I thought. You know, he was thinking. Well, you know, we want to go and like film some of the scientists. No, no, no. We want to do backflips <laughs> off fucking glaciers. <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. It's like we we kind of need the invite because I think they're like. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but I think I think we need permission to like because they're. I want to say they're claimed or like there's different like there's different people that recognize Antarctica like different like 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 the scientists of Russia is like this is ours the scientists of South America like like there's different like I don't even know if I'm saying that right but there's different like quadrants that like they're kind of like owned by if yeah. that makes any sense yeah, yeah yeah we heard that because there's no one that technically is it's Antarctica but no one actually has control of it the theory is everybody has control of it and that's why no one and too many people don't go there and that's why it's not inhabited from what I read well it's, it's not inhabited because yeah. it's like negative fucking 50 degrees you find yeah them? that and then it's like <laughs> I, I think that's the place on earth that gets gets the it gets like three inches of rainfall a year and it's it's like statistically like the lowest like it, it's drier than the, like the desert it's a weird thing but it gets like three inches of rainfall a year oh wow what what's it like to? i, I just read that trying to research that <laughs> what what's it like to um uh, all right my first question is what what's one of your biggest travel pet peeves because as someone i used to travel for two years, I was on an airplane every seven to fourteen days. I had my pet peeves. Do you have some like in, in regards to the website, like the uh, pet peeves section you want to put? You know, like uh, I, I don't know. Traveling domestic for me, it's cool, but I've already been to a lot of places in the United States, so like I don't really like to travel domestic. I mean, I do a lot. Um, I think like. Like in 2015 or 2016, we were on the road for 44 straight weeks, and so that was that. The I think what I think what bothers me is like it, it throws off your re- routine, and like like believe it or not, you know, like when I'm home, I'm in bed by like 8:30 or 9, and I'm up at four, oh, and, wow. I, and I have a certain routine that I like to do, and so when I travel, it kind of throws it off. Um, I think. Uh, I'm trying to think pet peeve. It's just kind of like staying at a shitty hotel that doesn't have a bath because like for some reason I can decompress in a, in like a bath, like in a dark bathroom and I put the shower on and I just kind of like zone out for like an hour in hot water. I really like the water. So like, like the first thing I do when I get into a hotel room, I check to see if they have a bath. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, they don't have a bath. <laughs> I actually, after stressful days, I, I shower in the dark. You do? Yeah. Oh, I love... I, yeah. Yeah, exactly. These, I just thought it was crazy. bathroom habits are really fascinating. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They all... Almost all of them involve a phone. <laughs> yeah, the phone... Yeah, or like, I, I, I only floss my teeth in the shower, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I, I try to brush my teeth, wash, change, and do everything so I'm, I'm out of... Like, it's, it's nice and warm in the shower area, so like... By the time I get to my room, it's like I'm already ready to go. Oh yeah, yeah. I notice your your uh, number nine on your ten commandments is floss your teeth. <laughs> no, dude. Like because we we come into contact with a lot of people, and like the ones that don't floss their teeth, you can tell because they have shitty breath. Oh and yeah. And that's like if 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 I if I meet the hottest girl in the world and she has bad breath, I cannot engage. Oh well, hell no. 
<laughs> no. You, you got to be a special Forever. kind of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be a special kind of person. Like, like, your balls have to take over at that point to, like, forget that because, like, I, I, I just can't get that out of my head. God, how could you? Yeah, oh, man. Be, if you were that being, like, intimate with her and being that close and just that fucking rank breath. Well, it goes with oh. OCD use because you, if you're OCD, like, we, well, all three of us have it. He yeah. said he didn't, if you can't move past that point. You're, no. you're stuck on that. No matter how hot she is, you're like, dude, you smell like you ate dog shit on the way in. <laughs> I can't get past this. I have yeah, to go. I think, I like Colgate, Col, the, I think the website of Colgate or, like, some, some like, uh, two they have like an anonymous letter they can send to somebody. You know, and I thought about doing it to this girl because I went on a date with this girl and she was so hot, like so unbelievably hot. The sex was amazing, but she had the worst breath ever. And it was like, and, and, and we kind of kept in touch after and, and like, I remember she's like, you know, I, I can't, it's, I've had, I have the hardest time getting into relationships and like, I met a really good guy, but he, he just stopped talking to me and I'm like, I almost wanted to say like, Hey, you know what? Like it's because your breath smells really bad, <laughs> but I, I didn't have the heart to say that, but it's yeah. like, I, I, I wanted to reach out to Colgate to send her an anonymous letter because like that would like, she'd probably get a nice relationship and like, you know, it's. I don't know. It's, uh, she was so hot, like yeah, a, a ten. So how? So but, if yeah, a, that, if her breath was that bad, and you, how how'd you have sex with her? A lot from behind. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of was just like you know, really, 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 really horny, and then like, <laughs> like, like 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 she was so hot. We had sex before we went out, and then like. And then I, and then we, we fucked and I was like, oh my God, like, what am I doing? You know, like after like, oh, I'm stuck. And, then, and then I dropped her off and she's like, she's like, Hey, come in and fuck me before you leave. And I, and I, I was just like, oh no, I got somewhere to be. Like, I just couldn't do it. You know? That's me with dirty, with people with dirty cars. I'm done. Like I, I can't do it. And if you have a dirty apart, I yeah. can't, I can't do it because what if, if your thing that it's should and I know it's a mere materialistic thing. I get it, but it's a, kind of a reflection of you. Oh yeah, you know, like if your car's dirty, I'm thinking that your hoo ha's dirty. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I like, mean, like if, it, if I see a girl eating McDonald's, I automatically am like her pussy smells. <laughs> <laughs> ah. You know, it's just like one of those things. <laughs> 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 I never thought about it. I like tell that. you what, I didn't know. I, I mean, I didn't see too much video of him, but I tell you what, he fits in with Smudcast just fucking uh, yeah, perfectly. Yeah, man. yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, we just we just got it. We just got a tweet sent at us two days ago talking about uh, from some chick who uh, uh, says that when she listens to our podcast, she screams at the radio. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're yeah. We say some dumb shit. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? We've been in solid you know relationships. What? Like, uh, what'd you say? We, I've been married. I'll be married eighteen years next month. Yeah, so we can't be that bad. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah, it was cheaper to keep her. <laughs> I hope that girl nice. hears. I hope that girl hears that and she sends something to us. Oh, she will. She listens. No, I married out of my league. I knew I need to stay right where I'm at. Yeah, it's always good to, like, marry, you know, I think it, it's good for girls to marry, like, uh, marry up. And I think guys marry down. 
Is that uh, true or is that not true? Uh, not well. I mean, well, my wife's gotten hotter over the years. Yes. I'm being honest. She's yeah. got. Oh, really? That's good. And then I've gotten. I I worked into the funny fat guy role really well. Like like <laughs> I I just nailed that like role. You know. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's, com- comedy is like one of the most important things in a relationship because it's like if you don't have that, like uh, it gets it just gets boring. You know. Oh yeah, man. I mean, my wife tells me I'm not funny, but yet she laughs at everything I say. Oh, she loves it. That's cool. Yeah, it's great, man. I know. I'm looking. I think the next part of my thing is like looking for somebody, and it's like, uh, like oftentimes, like when I, like I have a three date rule because, like, if I, if I, if I go out with a ten and like, and I fuck her before three dates, like before getting to know her, then like. If I have sex with her before that, like, I get stuck on the sex, and then, like, chances are she's probably a psychopath, <laughs> and then I just get into that, like, tra- traumatic, you know, relationship where it's just kind of like what they say, like, a trauma bond. Like, like the only thing you have in common is sex, and it just won't work out, but it's like she's so hot that you forget, <laughs> you know, that she's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, flash forward three months later, you're just in a, you're just in a relationship with, like, the worst person in the world. <laughs> you can't get out of it. There's a lot of there's a lot of hate fucking going on on here. <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of that. It's just you know, it's like I've, I've learned my lessons. It's like your friends are saying, "Dude, she's a Nazi." I know, but she's a fucking ten. No, seriously, she, and her breath doesn't stink. <laughs> right, her friend, like she does everything right physically, but like, dude, she's just wrecked inside. <laughs> but those are the fun. Those are like. Um, like it's almost like a sports car. Like you get one, it's all, or you know, like a toy, and you're like, "Oh, this is awesome." And after a while, like, "Yeah, this toy's not really good for me." And then you want to toss it to the side, and it's not that easy because that toy keeps wanting to know where you are. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good. Right. To ha- it's it's good to have a crazy one on the side, though. Eh. <laughs> oh well, yeah. No, now that I said that, I think about that. That's probably not a no, good idea. Then they can they can blow everything up for you. Like yep. they'll just be like, they they yeah, they'll just smile and like send your your girlfriend a text and, and she's just like, I'm going to ruin your entire life. And then she'll just send the text. It just blows up everything. Dude. I, that's part of me, which is I was still alive. This sounds really shitty to say, but Oh, well like before social media and before text messages and phones, because man, I, I mean, I get away with a lot now, but I couldn't imagine what I could have got away with. Like, you know, if I was like 20, 20 years old in the eighties. Yeah. That's when you had, that's when you got numbers on napkins. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and with the little where they kiss the lipstick and stuff like that, and they would say, "Call right, me." Right, totally. Yeah. What a man! I was looking at your at your Ten Commandments, man. What like what made you like want to come up with these? You know, like uh, I read a thing by Emerson, and he said that he said the only sin in life is that which goes against your own constitution. And I, and that really resonated for me because I was like, you know, like we, it's like, we all have a different like perspective of like what's right or wrong, you know, and we're all made differently. And so I just kind of like, uh, it's just what made sense for me, you know, with all my reading and with all like, uh, everything, like I, I, I listened to a lot of like uh, audio books. Yeah. So I, I was able to pick and choose like what worked for me. And it's like, I think for me, the idea is to have peace of mind. And so it's like setting up different boundaries in order to protect that peace of mind is like one of the most important things, you know, it's like if, uh, 
I know a lot of people that like have a lot of money, but they don't have peace of mind. And like, I, I've heard that before too. It's like, there, there was like, like Andrew Carnegie was the richest man in the world, like in the 1900s. And, uh, and there was a book written by this guy, Napoleon Hill, uh, called Think and Grow Rich. And he was, and he was like talking about that. And, uh, he, his job was to interview the richest people in the world, like the, like the hundred millionaires of like the 1900s, right? Yeah. And he said, the one thing that, that none of them had, well, he's like, he's like a lot, like maybe one or two people came close to it. I think there was a guy named Luther Burbank. Uh, he was the guy responsible for the, the Idaho potato and like blending of different fruits and vegetables. Like that's what he was known for. But he said like Andrew Carnegie, Thomas Edison, like all those guys like did not have peace of mind along with the riches. So I just thought like, you know, like, like it's really important whether you have money or not is to like protect your sanity. And so for me, like when I, when I say I wake up at 4 a.m., it's like, okay, cool. Like, because I get my coffee in the morning, I got to take a couple shits to like, like, cause if I, if I don't, if I don't shit in the morning, like my whole day's off, you know, and it's all just kind of like a, a, a terrible, like cause and effect cycle of like, it, it's just like, what'd you do the night before? Like, did you eat something bad? Like, it's just a chain reaction. So it's like, it's really important for me, for me to have like, you know, certain things that I do. Like, like, uh, I, I wake up, I hit my knees. I try to meditate, you know, I'll, 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 I'll try to hit a, hit a meeting or something and then I'll work out and then like, I'm ready to kind of start my day. And like, if I don't drink like a hundred ounces of water a day, or if I don't eat healthy, then like it, it, it really fucks up my, my sanity and my, my mental clarity. And then, you know, they say like, you are what you eat. So if you eat shitty, you're yeah. going to feel shitty. And if you feel shitty, you're going to think shitty. And if you think shitty, you're just going to attract shitty things into your life. So I think like, you can kind of nip it in the bud and, uh, and, and kind of have a pretty cool life once you are able to figure out that like happiness is a mathematical equation, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, I mean, I think, I think there's a lot to that. I mean, I think you're right. And I think a lot of people don't, um, well, I I would say 90% of the world does not think like you do. And I, I think that's part of the problem. You know, I mean, I think that's a really good way to think, um, you know, especially, you know, if you don't put shitty, shitty food in your body, you're not going to feel shitty and you're not going to think shitty. Like well, I think that. they're, I think they're afraid too, because of what others like he put how he is out there to the world. Like you was talking about earlier and like, and, and like we are who we are. Cause we're, I'm okay with who I am now finally. And, and so are you. And I think that's why you see positive things going for us. And, but you're around other, other people. And, and that's one thing that another, I think Rogan said too, is just like, if people are negative, like they need to go the fuck away. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if you're trying to help yeah, that like person. Yeah, like they have yeah. a thing, right? Like, like crabs in a bucket, dude. Like, like because I got sober five years ago, and like you know, if I look at the friends who I have in my life now, um, they're completely different than, than the people I had in my life five years ago. Like, like the last five people I used with, like two of them are in jail right now. You know? Oh yeah. And there's me, and then and then the other two are sober. So it's like. They, you know, crabs in a bucket. Like, you know, you're going to go to the gym and some, some one of your buddies calls you an idiot. You're like, ah, I'm not going to go to the gym today. Like, <laughs> like you, you guys ever heard the concept of crabs in a bucket? No, I have not. No, uh-uh. So, like, like when crabs are in a bucket and one, one crab tries to get out, they're all trying to get out, so they keep, just keep grabbing, and then they keep grabbing each other back down into the bucket. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean... So, I, when you have, like friends like that, like lower companion friends, it's like, 
it's easy to justify like not getting out of like, but everybody's different. You know, everybody's got their, their, you know, what works for them. And like I said, like, like whatever makes sense for your own constitution, like that's what makes sense, you know? So it's just different for everybody. Like, you know, like I, I got sober because I always felt like I was living at like 60% of my potential. And I was just always like that shame of doing that. And so, you know, it's just, it, people are different. They're wired differently. So like, it's just different for everybody. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, mine from five years ago. Friends of James. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, there was a point in time in my life when I was, you know, in my early twenties, you know, where it was, it was like, you know, what's your what's your favorite drug? And it's like, you know, the old joke was like, well, what you got? Yeah, you know, and it, it finally, totally. I, I finally had to come to a point where I just had to leave. Like I, I just couldn't live in that in those towns anymore, I because I there was I, I could not stop. You know, it was it was like, well, let's party. Okay, well, let's party today, too. Okay, well, what about Wednesday? All right, yeah, we can do that, too. You know, you finally get to that point where you're like, man, I'm just, I'm tired of being fucking high. <laughs> you know? And, yeah, but I, I had felt to, like, I felt like uh, Groundhog Day, Bill Murray, when yeah. he woke up and yep. trying not to get fucked up, and then it's like, you just, it's so easy to justify that, and then, yeah. I get that, bro. Yeah. So it's just like, well, just one more day. One more day. We'll, we'll quit on Thursday. <laughs> you know, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll quit. I'll quit Monday. Like, you know, like tequila Tuesday turns into therapy Thursday, turns into manic Monday, and you're just crying in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it, man. It's a, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a rough way to live, but you've, you, it seems like you've came out of it and you have a, a very good outlook on shit, man. No, it's that. That's the other thing. Is very like, inspiring. Yeah, and I I knew that because I Thank saw you. I saw the sober. I, I I sound like a stalker when I talk about all these things. I I noticed in a week after I talked. I, I I was like a week ago. I just talked to him maybe less than a week ago. Yeah. And then I saw that you know he got sober. Then I and I and I train and I looked in and how it worked into the website and I was like okay, no excuses. I'm getting. I'm gonna fix this and and turn it into this, and then that's that's what drawed me honestly to you was this right here. It was like okay, this person's trying to make things better instead of being instead of being negative, and like there's so much negativity. I just can't fucking stand it. Like everywhere you look, it's negativity, and it's like oh, this is a positive thing. Fucking, I want to talk to this dude. Yeah, dude, I appreciate that, man. Like, because that's kind of like was the vision like five years ago, and and you know it's crazy because like I honestly don't even. It's like, dude, I don't even pay. It's like I didn't even realize the negativity just because I've trained, I've trained my shit to like not even focus on that, and uh, like I, I like all anybody that was negative, like honestly, just gets blocked on my telephone. Uh, like, if you make a negative comment on my on my social media, like. You're just blocked. Like, I, I don't even want to dwell on it because, like, like I said, I, you know, we're all OCD and it's easy to, like, it's easy to, like, reflect on one comment one person said. And it's, like, it, it, it's just every, you know, I feel like it's everybody's responsibility to, to like, to get negativity out of their life. And and, and was was pretty cool is that, like, you know, there's that picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger walking down. I think he was giving a speech when he was running for governor. And somebody threw an egg on him. And in the egg, like, the egg broke on his chest, and he just, like, looked at it, wiped it off, and just kept walking, like, didn't even, just didn't even focus <laughs> on that, you know? Yeah. And it was just like, whoa, dude, that's next level. Yeah. That's crazy, man. You know, I, <laughs> I didn't know this. You, yeah. Yeah, you can't, like, 
you know, it's just, it's like, dude, my, I got buddies from high school that I haven't talked to. And they're like, dude, like, dude, where have you been? I haven't talked to you. It's like, oh, dude, like, just because I don't want to be around that. Like, no offense, but like, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, it's just sitting there and it's just you. And it's, and it's literally your, your only responsibility is towards yourself. And it's like, I don't care if it's your mom. I don't care if it's your girlfriend or whoever. It's like, Dude, if you're negative, you're cut. Like, there's just no qualms about it for me in my life, and it's and, and it's like, you know, I, I, it's the last the last person that like I really had a problem with that was an ex girlfriend, and it was again like she was so hot that like she was just such a, <laughs> like a, just drove dragged me down, you know, and it's like like uh, it took me a long time to pull the trigger, but now that that's like gone. It's just, man, you get your sanity back and you get your peace of mind. And, and, I, and I really, truly believe that, like, like there's a cool quote by uh, Carl Jung, and it goes, um, let me see, see if I say this right. Uh, Until you make the subconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And so, like, there's, cert there's certain things that are going on in your subconscious that, like, you believe to be true. And that's the stuff that manifests in your life. And so it's like, it's like, you know, how there's certain things that always happen to certain people. You're like, dude, that guy's always good luck. Or that guy's always, it's like, well, there's, there's an idea that you, that you're carrying that's in your subconscious, but like, you don't like, you don't realize it because there's always these, there's all these distractions. And like, like the, the game changer for me was when like, like I, when I got sober, I wrote down on paper, like my core beliefs and, and. So, like, the staple of, like, a human being is, like, you know, their idea of God, their idea of the opposite sex or, or the same sex, depending on what, you know, what you're attracted to, um, your idea of money. And I remember I wrote down, like, my idea of God, and I, I looked at it, and I was like, whoa, dude, like, that's kind of fucked up. And so I, I changed it. And I was like, you know, like, if, if I fuck up, like, God rewards me. If I, you know, I, and it totally catered it to like an epic life. And as soon as I did that, like, uh, and I did the same thing with money. And I was like, I wrote out my idea of money and I was like, man, money is really hard to make. Or like it, just these ideas that I carried with myself, you know, from growing up as a kid, like you see your old man working or you see your mom, it's like struggling. And like, you look at like your idea of money and you're like, well, fuck dude there's no reason why i have no money like and so i changed money to be like you know money's really easy to make you can have fun while making money you can you know money's like comes from god like and and i started making more money and, it, and it's so crazy and like i've done that with a lot of things in my life and and a, the game changer for me was i did this three-day silent meditation where i literally didn't talk at all for three days Holy and shit. um yeah, it's and, it, and and there's no cell phones, there's no nothing, right? And 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 like there's no distractions. So it's like I can't go on my cell phone. Like if I'm sitting by myself in a room, I can't go, you know, watch porn or watch, you know, whatever you, it is to distract yourself from being bored. Like there's none of that. And so like, dude, the thoughts that come up in your head that you don't realize that you're really having those thoughts, you're like, oh my god, like am I really thinking those thoughts? And like that's the thoughts that are that come up once you like you can't run or hide or anything like that so you know dude like there's a couple you know like uh sorry this guy this guy on a bike almost just got in a t-bone accident right in front of me oh, um, yeah so so like dude like you know it's really important that like that's why meditation is so important because i think it really 
sharpens your intuition, you know? And, and like, the more you go within, it's like, there's a quote, go within or go without, you know? And that's kind of like, that's kind of my philosophy. And I think like God talks to you and your intuition. So like the more you can sit in meditation, the more you can sharpen up those, those tools of, of intuition. Yeah. That's what concept was talking about when he went to the TP in Austin. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he yeah. just blocked everything out. Yeah. He was going through because of the negativity of something happened with whatever, and um, and he said he was in a teepee, and then like he came out like a lot more clarity. And he's and he always I was talking to the other day. He's like, I just got rid of the negativity. That's yeah. it. Well, he he came out. Yeah. Of, he came out of that teepee because there was an eight inch spider in there, if I remember correctly. Uh, concept says uh, one of the guys uh, he came on the show. He's a um, he does hip hop, but he's based out of uh, Brooklyn, and um, and you guys have very similar philosophies. I was sitting here yeah, thinking about that. He, they do. Yeah, no, man. I, I yeah. I I got. I know. I know you gotta you gotta run here in a minute. Uh, I did want to ask you one question because. I, it just it amazes me at how many places you've been, and what is the one thing that really stands out in your mind as the most memorable thing you've done in all these places you've been? Uh, you know what's really crazy is uh, so <clears throat> I, I think Madagascar was like a trip, like uh, Madagascar is an island off of Africa. It took us. Uh, 28 hours to get there, five flights. Wow. Um, uh, I mean, there's, okay, I'll get to that. So, so I, I'm like, I think so fast in my head that I'm like, okay, we'll talk about India, but like, well, I'll get through <laughs> Madagascar first. Like, like, Ma- like Madagascar was crazy because it's, it's, it's like how civilizations lived like 40,000 years ago. And, um, and we're we're on a surf trip, and we were just sailing around this guy's boat, going to different surf breaks, like you know. And and, and this one guy reached out to us. Uh, it, it, it was fucking crazy. This one guy reached out to us, and he and he had a restaurant in Madagascar, and like off of like one of the islands in Madagascar, like 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 down down the way a little bit where we were, just coincidentally. And it was I, I want to say. It was called like Neverland, and and dude, this dude that looked like David Bowie in the seventies <laughs> wore dressed up like Peter Pan, and he was like this Italian dude that walked around with a sword, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and and he had these huts like Neverland, like uh, like like uh, Peter Pan's Neverland little huts, right? Like in the middle of nowhere, right? Uh-huh. And it was the best Italian. It was the best Italian food you've ever had. And like we were sitting there eating, and these guys came over, and they're like, "Hey, like, dude, you know, we're a big fan." And like one, what stood me out was the guy was a huge fan of Steve on Facebook, and he was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're here!" Like just just being so far removed from the world, like like Steve had a fan there on Facebook that was like that w- was pretty cool. The second yeah. thing was these guys came up. These guys came up to us and they were like, "Hey, dude! Like, uh, we just discovered this this sinkhole in the middle of Madagascar, and National Geographic is coming out like in two weeks to document it. Nobody's been in there except for us. You'd be like number five and six people that went in there. And um, they're like, "Do you want to go?" And we're like, "Yeah, for sure." <laughs> so we went. And uh, 
there was like a sinkhole that collapsed like 60,000 years ago. And like, to, I, okay, so if I, I, I'm not an archaeologist and, I'm, and, and, and I could be getting this wrong, but I think that some of the substance is right. Like, so they have, they have um, Mufasa uh, lions or tigers in, in Paris museums that they have like, like a, like a fractured skull of it. Like they have bits and pieces of it. It's like a, it's like a lion that lived like 60,000 years ago, but they're like double the size of, of lions. Oh Jesus. Uh, you know, now, wow. okay. So, so, but they, it's like all speculative. Like they have this they, in, in a museum, they have like a part of its skull. And they're like putting it together. Well, dude, down this sinkhole, everything's so preserved. They have three fully like, like Mufasa, like uh, Mufasa lions in this, you know, um, in this sinkhole underwater preserve, they got horned oh, crocodiles. Wow. They got skeletons of like ostriches that were like triple the size of what they were now. Like, like what happened was there was like a collapse and all these animals fell in there and they're perfectly preserved in there. Holy shit. So, That's awesome. So we, yeah. So we were able to dive in there and, and, uh, something happened to me in there, which was really fucking crazy was, we're, we're, we're diving. It was like a fresh water. So I, I dove all over the world. I was a lifeguard for nine years. Uh, I got my master's dive. Like I'm, I'm all right at diving, right? Like I had to do search <laughs> and rescue for diving. And so, so I'm, I'm going down the sinkhole and, uh, you know, we're, we're going down there. We're following these three guys down there. We're, we're seeing some cool stuff. And, uh, and all of a sudden I went down to go check something out and, Dude, I, I got like narked out or something where like I just was floating down and I couldn't help it. And I saw everybody like, like I was going into this sinkhole that was just terrible. Like, like all bad news. And I remember this voice in my head just goes, Hey, what are you doing? And, uh, and I snapped out of it and I, and I swam back to everybody. Right. And I, and, and I, I was like, Oh my God, like, what was that about? So when we got to the top, this guy, like we, we all got out of the sinkhole and I was like, Hey, who yelled at me down there? And everybody's like, we talking about like we're underwater. Who, who can yell at you? And I just had, it, I don't know what that was, but like whatever that was saved my life. That, what? that, that was pretty cool. What? So like, yeah. what, what do you, so how were, were you like getting like sucked down or you just kind of, I just, I like lost all senses and like, I think, you know what they call it? Like you get uh, narked out where like you feel like you have martinis, like every atmosphere you go down. But it wasn't like that. It was just like I had no motor functions and I was just floating down. Oh, shit. I was like, I was like in a dreamlike state, like paralyzed, floating down into this fucking crevice of this cave, you know, like in the middle oh of Madagascar. Oh, my God, dude. That's nuts. Yeah, that kind of stood out for me. Um, and then just traveling around India, like I just did 2,600 miles on a bike through India and like, I don't know if you've ever been to India or if you've ever seen, but like, dude, at any given point, like a camel, a cow, a human, a monkey, uh, like, like they can jump out of you at any given second. <laughs> and, uh, and, and like, dude, I almost like people are like, Oh, did you almost like die in India? I was like, dude, I almost died like 25 times a day <laughs> to the point where like, to the point where you're like, like you ever almost get in an accident and like all your blood just rushes. You're like, fuck, like, like, Whoa, that was close. Yeah. Like, 
that was like 15 times a day. Jeez. And like, because like, dude, there's no, there's no rules there. Like there's buses coming at you. And there was this one point that like this guy pulled in front of me and he threw all these bananas out in the middle of the road. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was going like 70. I was going 70. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh fuck. And then all of a sudden time slowed down for me. Like, milliseconds where like I literally in like a in probably like a 20 foot space of going 70 miles an hour mentally it took me 10 seconds to go through because like everything slowed down and like all these monkeys came from out of nowhere and I saw like I saw monkeys throwing other baby monkeys on their back I would look over and I was like I saw another monkey <laughs> peeling a banana just all super slow-mo like it was like like it was a dream. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden I got past that and I was like, What the fuck was that about? <laughs> and then I, I pulled up I pulled up next to somebody and I was like, dude, like like the guys who were filming me, I was like, Hey, we need to like pull over and then I looked over and I see a chicken getting its head cut off. What the it's fuck? It's just like it's just shit like that all the time, you know? And yeah. it's like like uh I, I went I went to this one healer lady and she whispered three ohms in my ear. And I was like puking up black stuff all night. What? Yeah, just shit like that. Like uh, India is wild, dude. And the crazy thing about India is like there's just fucking big bulls walking around everywhere. Like imagine like <laughs> imagine like an outdoor marketplace, right? Where you're just chilling with your family. Yeah. Like imagine imagine a bull, like like you know. How, like a, like a, a circus boy, like whatever they have at like the, you know, Olay, like, uh, yeah. well, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like yeah. a big fucking bull just walking around just right past your face and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you get so used to that kind of stuff and it's like, and, and so, so I went to go feed, I wanted to go feed them and, and my buddy's like, dude, go feed them a banana. I was like, I was like, oh, trip out like, like, like bulls and cows eat bananas. He's like, yeah, of course. And like, uh, I, I, I peeled it and I fed him the banana and, and they ate it. He's like, no, no, feed, feed him the whole thing. And so I fed a banana, the whole banana to the cow and they loved it. They eat it with the skin on. They'll eat oranges with the skin on. They'll eat all sorts of food with the skin on. And like, I, I, I was so like fascinated by this that like everywhere I went, I'd feed cows. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it was crazy. And then at the end of the trip, I, went, I got to the hotel, and I was like, man, what a crazy trip. Like, dude, life-changing, this and that. I was like, I'm going to order a steak. And so I went to, uh, when, I got to the, when I got to the hotel at the end of the trip, I, I ordered this big, fat steak. I couldn't eat it. And I was like, oh, that's weird, dude. Like, I just, it was so repulsive to me. Oh, really? And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I was like, that's weird. And then I went to, uh, and then on the way home, I, I, I flew home on the plane. I ordered a steak on the plane, and I couldn't eat it. And when I got home, I was like, dude, I was, I was talking to Steve about that. I was like, man, I can't stomach, like, red meat, you know? And he's like, and I was like, I think it's because I've been playing with these cows so much. He's like, well, yeah, no shit. He's like, that's the whole reason for these animal sanctuaries. You go play with the animals, and, like, you realize that they're, they're like, loving animals, and you don't want to eat them. I was like, well, dude, whatever that was, like, I fucking can't eat a steak for the life of me. And it's like, so, like, there's, there's certain things like that that, like, happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Can you eat a steak so, now? Have you? Like, what was the last time you actually I, had? I, I haven't really. I haven't even tried to be honest. Like, uh, like it, it, would probably, it would probably have to be a really fucking like 
nice steak, but like I just don't even want to. You know, yeah. it's like I I just been staying away from all red meat. It's been it's been crazy. Yeah. So you just you just you know so what you just chicken fish stuff like that. Or do you yeah, go- mainly I try to just stick. I try to go pescatarian. Like uh, I don't know. Like I, like I eat a lot of sushi, but like for me, like the, the ideal diet is like is is pescatarian. I try to stay away from carbs. Yeah. So what is so does pesca, so is you that know? so is pescatarian? That's just like just no carb and you fish only. Fish only. No. Uh, yeah, pescatarian is like mainly like it's it's, it's, it's pesca means fish in Latin. So like, okay. Like uh. Like fish, you know. Like I try to, eat, I try to. If I'm going to eat that, I eat fish. Um, but I've just been trying to cut the carbs out lately, you know. And so, yeah. so, yeah, dude. Like I try to eat the color of the rainbow every day with like fruits and vegetables. I try to eat a lot of, you know, dude. You are what you eat. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, that's, I've got everybody on the keto diet around here. <laughs> trying to help some people. Yeah, keto. Keto's good. Yeah. Keto's the way to go. I think you know. It's like. I, I I totally support that, and like I, I like intermittent fasting. Like I try not to eat till eleven a.m. Yeah, and then I'll and I'll have my last meal at seven. Yep, yep, do that. My my wife has actually just started her first seven day fast um, last night at six o'clock. She's oh cool for some reason has got into these fasts, and she was like doing like three day fasts, and then now she's not going to eat for a week. That's awesome. Yeah, it ought to be fucking great. Yeah, that's good. I, I saw the last Jim Carrey interview when he was doing writing in cars with comedians, and he was like in the middle of a seven day fast. He's like, "Dude, I've eaten for six days and I have more energy than I ever had in my entire life." Dude, that's what she says. Like, I'm like, yeah, you, you know, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, because she, I mean, she'd be like, you know, she would do. I think the most she had done up to this point is like four days, and she made it to like day three, and I was like. I was like, how are you not hungry? She's like, I have zero desire to eat right now. And she was like, I feel like I could go, because she runs marathons. She's like, I haven't trained. But she's wow. like, I could feel like I could go run a marathon right now. I have so much energy. Unbelievable. It's crazy, man. I mean, you know, of course, she's she's big into keto, too. So, I mean, she's, you know, fully fat adaptive and all that. So, I mean, and she's not big by any means, but um, she apparently has enough stored to help her survive for four days. I think we all do. You know, oh like, yeah, for sure, man. I, I, especially American. Oh yeah, oh yeah. McDonald's cheeseburgers and <laughs> all the other shit yeah, we cram in our mouth. Fast, fast food nation. Uh, but hey, guys, I just got to my destination. I got to walk in by seven, so I, I really appreciate doing this. And uh, uh, please keep in touch. Do you guys have any questions for me before I go? Uh, just real fast, man. What I want you to do is just. Uh, find out where people can get you that's what we like to do is plug your stuff that's what we're here for yeah dude you guys are the best so so i i would love it if people drop me a line on instagram uh my name is scott randolph and uh my instagram handle is scott randolph 83 that's s-c-o-t-t-r-a-n-d-o-l-p-h 83 and uh my website is onpointlifestyle.com and again, you guys have been fantastic. Thank you so much, dude. Man, thanks for coming go on. Buy, man. Go buy a shirt. It has a picture of Scott on it. We're looking <laughs> at it right now. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, yeah. Go buy my shirt and then uh, and draw me a line. I appreciate that. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate the hell out of you coming on, dude. We really do. Yeah, anytime, dude. Keep in touch with me, guys. I really appreciate it. Awesome, right. man. Have a good one. Thanks, brother. All right, you too. Dude, such an awesome dude. 
I mean, yeah, I like because you never know. And uh, he went almost an hour strong, and uh, I I, like learned things from it. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, just like, like I mean, how he looks at like life every day, like you know his whole Ten Commandments, and you know how he brings them into, you know, making him his best self. I guess. Yeah, I like, especially about the, uh, the, I mean, the, the story told about Madagascar. Oh yeah. Um, the um, the biggest thing to take away that everybody can take away is is the food part. Like you know, and, and oh, it's, it's so simple. I mean, it really is, but I mean, it's so hard. I mean, you, I mean, you you think about it though. And I mean, I, I guess I've never really thought about it. I mean, because I you know I eat relatively you know healthy. I don't I don't put a bunch of bad shit in me. Um, but I mean, he's right though. I mean, you you eat you eat shit. You feel like shit. You think shitty. Yeah, I call I call it the um, the 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 J theory, which basically is is you eat J's or whatever, and yeah. then you just you're done. Like you're you're, you're tired. You're you're very lethargic. You're like, eh. yeah. I mean, it's very awesome food, but just you're done. Yeah. yeah. So I stopped eating that, and then you know I I think I'm down 26 pounds just by changing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like I really, I mean, I have a cheat day like like today or whatever because i knew we were doing the podcast i was like well i'm gonna eat afterwards yeah but still i try to do the 11 to 7 you know i really try to and, and yeah, just I mean, no, though i mean I, I do i do see a lot of benefit in the whole intermittent fasting yep. i know dead man's gonna say well there's no fucking research behind it doesn't work but and then uh, and i noticed he has <laughs> he, he's like has the same poop schedule as you like you gotta knock one out in the morning oh i do man i, I get up gotta poop i do man and like yeah, I may poop twice. I may poop when I, before I leave work, and I may poop when I get to work. Yeah, it's it's. It, I think it, it, that's a coffee drinker thing. I think. Uh, well, but I don't ha- I don't drink my coffee beforehand. Like I just that's just my schedule. Hmm. You know what I mean? No, it was uh, it was good. It was good times. I love talking. Uh, I, I love talking to interesting people, and then oh for sure. I mean, because we want to get. We love having people in the studio because you know there, there's something about really when you're looking at someone in the studio it's pretty cool but when you get someone over the phone and the quality of guests it's just not about trying to get somebody like oh who it's it's you know is because i'm very selective on who we try to like go outside of people you know because we're trying to grow the, the market here in indianapolis with other people and you know with the people we worked with but trying to get different people over the phone because you never know how people are and indeed he's a bro man. oh yeah for sure he's man. a bro yeah and then just his mindset from going from a bad place in life and where he's at now and when he said the five-year thing that was huge oh yeah because i'm for thinking sure. about you weren't i knew you five years ago but you weren't the as big part of my life but like you've yeah. been a huge positive influence because i'm like hey hey i write stuff and you're like all right let me see it cool let's work with some of that instead of being like what are you doing dork yeah <laughs> but yeah. uh we mentioned this earlier in the show and then uh, I, I want you to bring it up now we we got a a tweet from a female listener which is awesome yeah uh, we did we did should i should i give her 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 handle we won't give out her handle this time and and if she listens to it if if you want us to give out your handle because i i said i thought i followed her i mean i, I did too i did you know she's funny yeah I mean, but, but no, so so I, I'll, I'll read it that's two female followers because we have the other one. Oh yeah 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 but it says uh this smug cast show uh the only podcast i talk back quote unquote to while driving and argue with 
Uh, um, I listen to these guys like a man who reads Cosmo magazine. Just learn about the male mind. It's scary, shocking, yet so fascinating. Like a car wreck you can't unsee, hashtag can't unhear. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate the compliment. And I know she, I do too. she's local. Yeah, she is. Well, so I, you know, was up early this morning, and so I'm cruising, you know, down through Twitter, you know, killing, just not killing time. I was just checking out Twitter. Hadn't been on it in, you know, a few days. And uh, so she uh, had commented on another person's uh, tweet, and the original tweet said, raise your hand if you screamed at your TV or any other inanimate object today. And she responds with, car radio here, arguing in the car while listening to podcasts is my new favorite pastime. And so I just tweeted, smugcastshow at gmail.com for comments and concerns. (laughs) (laughs) She replies back with, duly noted, yay, I don't have to argue with myself in my car anymore. Uh, I can just email and tell you guys how I really feel. (laughs) She said, okay, okay. I still shout randomly in my car. Who are we kidding? What can we make her shout about today? I don't know because it's I don't know what I mean. It's it is hard fucking telling what she was screaming at us about. On the, you know it's hard. I don't know what show she was listening to, or which episode I guess. So I mean, I, I what? Well, last week all we talked. Remember last oh, week we talked about <laughs> about having babies and masturbation. Oof. So and then I made a comment. Oof. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. It's, hey, hey, it's, it's, go back to Scott. It's like I said, Ten Commandments, always be truthful. Always be truthful. And that's what I learned about myself. Absolutely. And I don't think, did we, I don't think we named off, we didn't name off his Ten Commandments, did we? But his, but th- these are his Ten Commandments. We'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, but these are, these are uh, uh, daily things you must do to make sure you're on point. Um, see, he says, I set the, I set the 10 commandments up in my life to make sure I live by these laws that work for my constitution, which he talked about. Uh, I believe the truest sin in life is living against one's own constitution. Um, uh, commandment number one is always tell the truth. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, number two is exercise daily, which he talked about. Um, and then eat the color of the rainbow and fruits and vegetables daily. Uh, you know, you heard him talking that he's, he's a pescatarian. So, you know, he said mainly fish. I didn't know this. My, you know, I don't know if other people did, but I didn't. I don't know. I've heard of it. I just didn't know. Yeah, see, I don't. I don't, I don't know that I've, I've heard. heard the, of I've it. heard the term, but I've never. Yeah. Well, isn't that a church? You're thinking Presbyterian. Ah, that's right. Um, uh, number four is drink 100 ounces of water every day. I, I'm a, I'm actually a firm believer in this. I try to drink as much water as humanly possible. Um, number five, uh, read something. You know, I'm huge into that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, number six, make your bed. I, I think this is probably a lot of things that people don't do, but I, I can see it being beneficial. I can't make the bed because my wife's still sleeping in it. That's true. That's Well, mine usually is too. Well, I tried to put the pillow over her face in the morning. Is that making the bed? That's close. Okay. Okay. Uh, number uh, number seven, be of service. Oh, God. I'm always there. You know, lend a hand, you know, yep. help somebody out. Uh, number eight, daily meditation. I've actually been doing that. I can't sit still long enough. I've been doing it every. I've been. I read this, and since I since I first read this, it's, I think it's been four days. Sleeping while you're driving down the road doesn't <laughs> count as as meditation. You know that, right? I what I do is I click the turbo button in my car, close my eyes, set to cruise, yeah, roll, baby, see what happens. Awesome. No, actually, I've been doing it. Uh, I've been doing it in here in the studio. I've been sitting here in complete silence and dark. Huh. 
I've actually been a lot more positive. I'm a, I'm a very positive person, but it's yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference between being smug and positive. Uh, and actually, because I usually what I used to do was take a shower at night. Like yeah. we kind of talk about the shower. I love showering. I turn off the lights. I shower. I do too, man. I, you get to rub your dick. I poo. I poo in the dark. <laughs> and uh, no, number nine is definitely something we talked about with yep. him. Floss your teeth. Floss your teeth. Floss some fucking teeth. You don't want bad breath. And uh, number ten is something I think it, I actually uh, actually text this instead of wrote it down. I texted to my uh, coworkers today. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I told them too. Yeah. Let's see, uh, number 10, uh, 10th commandment is write down one thing to your gratitude list. Mm-hmm. Every day, I'm guessing. Yeah. Every uh, day? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, there's definitely something to be grateful for every day. And you got to cut out negative people. That's the Absolutely. biggest thing is, and that's one thing that I did, like we were talking about the five years, changed it and be around someone. I mean, people are going to have bad days, but what I mean oh, is yeah. like- if somebody's going to tell you they're trying to accomplish something and they shit on you, instead of being like, oh, cool, man, I, cool, I hope you pull it off, then yeah. that's where you got to surround yourself with. Yeah, like podcasts. Sure, man. What radio station had out? No, it's not a radio. No, no, what it does. Never mind. Forget about it. <laughs> we don't need you. We're almost 100 episodes. If you don't know. By now, damn. So this happened to me real fast. Yeah. So somebody said, um, hey, whatever happened to so-and-so, whatever. And I said, well, we interviewed them. I'm not going to name who it is or whatever. And this was someone, she, and and they said, did you interview them? Uh, whatever happened? I was like, yeah, they were on the show. If you listened to it, you would have heard it. <laughs> Moment of clarity. <laughs> Hashtag screaming in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag can't unhear. Um, but yeah, I was like, just, it's, it's, we're back on Google Play. We're on Google now. Just, just. Yeah, we are. Uh, big shout out to the uh, to the Twitter chick. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we have the hundred episode coming up August the eleventh. Yep, where it's going to be. Do we know what we're doing yet? Yeah, I will have it done this week. Oh, okay. Juice, I, am, I, well, I talked to Juice this morning. He was like, "Hey, whatever you guys need, let me know." So that's fine. So I mean, I figured we do we do need servers. So he can probably be a server, right? I'm just gonna just keep stay positive. <laughs> I'm gonna read something. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited. What what ep- because uh, what date did this this comes out? What the 16th? Yeah. So what episode number is this? Fuck, uh, 96. 96 episodes. Yep. And uh, we have some things. The next. This episode, next week's episode, episode after that, I'm I'm excited, and then the episode after that is I think it's like the August the sixth that it comes out. Um, we're gonna wrap everything together, try to tie it together, and then do the hundredth episode. So yep. once I have the location and once I have everything, then I will will post it everywhere. Try to um, have more than three people there. Yes, um, Twitter chick, you better be there. We'll be signing autographs. I'm kidding. No one wants our autographs. We'll be taking pictures. Dude, we will be taking I take. I just took 15 in here. You, you'll get pictures taken of you, and you won't even know it. That's called being BJ'd. <laughs> Wait. We, we need a new term. You're going to have to come up with something different. <laughs> ah, I'm going to call it the Moy. Ninja style. Ninja style. Shout out to Jay Moy. Dude, he actually looks like a uh, a ninja. Like he's all his beard's real thick again. Is hair. it? Yeah, I like him. I liked him when he had the big the beard and the long hair. 
Like he looks super. He looks super dope. He looks like Asian Teen Wolf. Like you remember the movie? Yeah, <laughs> I what, do. I said that to him today. I saw him. I was hanging out with him in BMW. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, BMW, you notice that uh, he looks like? <laughs> did, you, I go, did you get the new script I sent you for Asian <laughs> Teen Wolf?" <laughs> he slept like an hour. He was not very happy. Oh shit! He's like, "Oh, oh you no funny." <laughs> Jesus. Hashtag yon on my radio. <laughs> That'll be fun for a while. Oh shit! Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, man. Uh, thanks again to uh, Scott Randolph. Um, also, big shout out to Repo. I talked to him this week. He's helping us out with something yep. outside of audio. Yep, that's um, awesome. And I called him during the middle of the day. And he, oh yeah, and he picked up. He always picks. Well, no, he doesn't always. Well, no text. He doesn't. Te- he won't always respond to a text, but he seems to always answer his phone. So far, he texts me like within a minute of my text. And really, yeah, because I had a question. Like, I are you know. sucking his dick? Because he doesn't do it that quick to me, dude. I did him a huge favor. Yeah, you did. And I, you got me. I know. But uh, we're uh, about to get out of here. I have a. Uh, we have a. Uh, we have a song. That I don't know because if you know, our musical taste is actually pretty. You know good i think yeah but this one just makes me happy it does like i like you're playing it in uh your car and i was playing it in mine <laughs> yeah yeah so um as again big shout out to uh scott for coming on we really appreciate the hell out of him um if you want to follow us on social media uh and send us tweet at us like this person did um hit us up man we're a smug cash show at gmail or smug at smug cash show uh bj's on there it's uh at the bj robbins uh i'm on there it's at the aaron pal uh we are also on facebook facebook.com forward slash smug cast uh we are also on instagram uh smug cast underscore uh if you do have any questions comments or concerns about the dumb shit that comes out of our mouth to entertain you, please send those to smugcastshow at gmail.com. Um, and a uh, big shout out to Budbox DC. Uh, don't forget, you can go to their website, budboxdc.com. Uh, use promo code SMUGCAST and you're going to get 10% off your order, first order. Um, also, Ranger Nutrition. You go to their website, rangernutrition.com. Use promo code SMUGCAST and you're going to get 15% off your order. Uh, also, My Easy Company, head to their website, myeasycode.com. Use promo code SMUGCASH, and you're going to get 10% off your order. Uh, and as always, big shout out to Repo Records. Uh, they help us out with all kinds of shit now. Uh, we may have to start paying them. I'm not sure. Uh, but that's Repo Records taking the music back. Uh, this week, we are going out to uh, the Vanilla Sprite Remix by... Forgot a blow featuring Rick Ross and the one and only Vanilla, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I can't believe we're playing this. Whatever. <laughs> we're in a good mood. We are. All right. Well, until next week, kids, stay, stay smug. smug. Well, I walk through the smoke on stage and the girls scream. Make them hot, make them melt like ice cream. Blonde chick in a yellow Lamborghini. Bad, bad bitches keep me on repeat. Bought new whips, but I never ride stock. Do the bop like Young Jock. Colonism coming down Collins. Big rings, all lies from the robbers. But they know fat boys stay strapped. With a call girl on my lap. Two M's in a briefcase. Money on time, broke niggas wanna be late. Three shots like I'm D Wade. 
Tony D bumping tussies like a B-Day. Game of Thrones, I'm a king. Purple Sprite, I'm on lean. 4G Auto on the team. My nigga, nine digits, not a dream. Biggest boss on the block, me. Baddest bitches wanna top me. Counterfeit bills, not me. Speakers know to call me Poppy. Honey bands, I go dumb with. Half a million, I have fun with. Bell Harbor, let's shop. White Rolls Royce, no top. That you need to know How I went for luck Come before Giotto blow Used to get picked on Cause my people had dough Now I got it on my own I'm just letting the show Used to be the black sheep Of my fam I let the past in the past And I let that shit go I remember when I used to Keep my beard real low Had a raw up on him So I let my shit grow Had a boss up on him When it caught me a ghost Now I lie But for real That's my number one goal That's the reason why I rap So you can keep the blacks I just need it all white all But right. the rules the match Living that dream Pouring on my track way If music was a drug, you know I'd be the plug Stretching that lane, pouring on my track If music was a drug, guarantee I'd be the plug Now I'm glad that I got the party jumping But if anybody step on my Nikes, we bumping His security's my cousin So I paid him $20 and he let me bring my gun in Boom, what you gonna do now? Vanilla ice in the mix, not to new now Mad Cribs, money stacks, show I still got them Fancy whips, candy tracks, show I still cop them Platinum goes, lace with facts, show I still drop them Your favorite rapper, ain't the ice, show I still top them Got a sold out world tour, no stopping Rock to Tiffany, do a little shopping, huh? Like to go fast, anywhere, Lamborghini Back to night, ride a good times, I dream a genie Electrifying red carpets, y'all know Call me Madden, cause my game is rocking them shows The industry should call me Stomp, I'm stepping on their toes Build another crib by the ocean, I suppose This ain't no dream, cause I get it how I live Alright, stop, stop, that's how it goes Living that dream, pouring on my track way. If music was a drug, you know I'd be the plug Stretching that lane, pouring on my track way. If music was a drug, guarantee I'd be the plug